off. <laughs> and I think she even waited long enough to say it this time to not get the word fuck cut in half. Damn. Oh no, I didn't know that was a thing. Oh no. It's happened in a couple of recordings. Like when I do a countdown, you usually say fuck off right as I finish. And the recording usually lags half a second. So it often comes out as fuck off. Good but no. Not always. It's part of why I've stopped counting down so that your fuck offs are heard in all the glory. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> right? I think guy. I prefer the fact that they were censored. <laughs> that makes it even better. We don't censor in this house, bitch. Okay. So jumping right back in with my nerds. We are in-game, rolling up on the end of quite a long time skip, about eight weeks, um, during which time uh, many and sundry things happened. Uh, there will be a moment to recap what all that was, but it is not this day. Um, probably it'll be Monday because I've got several things trying to happen tonight and we're going to try to speed run into that. Um, but important things that were, um, have happened in the recent past that are pertinent to what's going on tonight. Uh, Naomi continues to seek, uh, solutions, shall we say to her spirit problem or, as her grandfather and Miss Jang have both basically said to her, is uh, find a balance. That is a thing she continues to work towards. Um, Jesse has not heard from mother in some time, but has on occasion, as she goes about her days, uh, building the cabin, hunting, hanging out with Lachlan, etc. Uh, she has felt presence of mother, even if she has not heard her speak in her voice. And finally, um, Astoria via Olathe uh, had heard back from the archive with its many names uh, regarding the uh, stone tablet that had things related to Artemisian packs carved on it and had suddenly begun glowing when the change happened. Clearly, that was a thing Astoria wanted to investigate, but was told that it was more or less under lock and key and not accessible to anybody until the leadership of the Archive said otherwise. Um, not long after their return from um, their allies, she received a message uh, from the girl who had helped her in the Greek section of the Archive, Telling her that, uh, yeah, you can come take a look at it under observation. And so, that is where we are going to pick up to begin with Astoria and Olathe. Um, pretty much early in the morning on, I believe, August 7th was the day that works the best for this. Preparing to strike off to one of the seven entrances to the archives. So, Aletha and Astoria, are there any particular preparations you have in mind before going? And Astoria, uh... <laughs> are you attempting to take Terran and, uh... Um, Jessica with you, or are you 
having them sit out? Uh, that was my first question. Um, I, I know Jessica is probably not able to go. Um, is Taryn because he's a familiar? Mm, I think Taryn can come along. It may be remarked upon when you get there, but I see no particular reason why Taryn wouldn't be allowed. Um, Question then, because Taryn being a familiar, Taryn is a spirit. Mm-hmm. Olathe doesn't have spirit. Accurate. Well, fuck. <laughs> oh, Jessica's gonna lose her shit if Astoria's going without her and Taryn. Uh, she might be a little nervous about it. Oh, golly. Okay. Uh, Taryn's not gonna be happy about that either. I'm gonna say, yeah, if, yeah. if he, cause he's a familiar, it bypasses that? Mm, it does not. Um, yeah. Can he travel through the Umbra to find Astoria? If they're going to a location outside of something, or is it? Are we traveling directly into the archive? You are traveling. We would be traveling to outside the archive to a very specific place, I believe. Yes, uh, there is. There is an outpost. La- they refer to it as the auditorium. It is not an auditorium, but it is a waiting place where you go, and your arrival alerts them that you have arrived, and you wait for them to come get you and take you in. Say, we would be going effectively to it. A- Specific chantry was the way we had talked about it before, Ben. More or less, yeah. Yeah, there's a so specific could, chantry. So could Taryn travel through the Umbra to meet us there? Yes. Or okay, cool. Probably. I'll have him do that. Uh, well. <laughs> mm. Uh. Mm. How fast does like Umbra that. travel? Um, I. Mm, that's also a good question. I don't think. The Umbra is necessarily linked to causal physics. Uh-huh. Uh, it is near, yes and no in both directions. Yeah. Because, like, if it's the one we've talked about, Ben, the one Olathe would be the most familiar with would be North Carolina. Yes. Well, he's not going to be able to make that in time. Yeah. All right. Um, leaving Taryn at home with Jessica, then. Okay. <laughs> That's going to be a uh, fun time. Jessica just stewing on the back porch, petting Taryn, and Taryn going, mad, 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 the whole time. I'm going to come back home to an angry girlfriend and an angry familiar. It's going to be terrible. <laughs> Astoria is sleeping on the couch tonight. <laughs> uh, are you kidding me? Astoria is sleeping with an octopus tonight. <laughs> an octopus? What? Because Jessica's going to be wrapped around her? Oh. Don't leave me, don't leave me, don't leave me ever again, don't leave me? You're not entirely wrong. Uh, there is a way around this if we really want to... Well, nah, never mind. Olathe probably wouldn't do that. It's fine. If 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 Olathe can't transport him, uh, Storia will leave him to protect Jessica. That's fine. Leave him okay. to protect your heart. Yes, bro. So, what it sounds like is uh, someone needs to prepare a ritual casting of correspondence uh, to yeet your ass to North Carolina. Yep. And since this is also a sanctum Olathe has already been to, and would probably be to some degree keyed to just by being a seeker, 
and a dream speaker both. This should be even done without paradox. <coughs> All right. So diff six minus two for Sancta makes it a diff three. Or diff four. Someday it won't be dumb. Uh, two successes on the first roll. Okay. Um, continue. <laughs> Fair enough. And three successes on the second roll. Bringing us to a total of five. Total of five. Okay. Um, given this is sanctum to basically a sanctum uh, familiar place for Olathe that is enough to move both of you so Astoria and Olathe uh, more or less you get that delightful uh, visual and sensation of time and space folding around you and you pop up somewhere new. Uh, Olathe, it's familiar to you. Astoria, it's not. Regardless, for both of you, it is very disorienting coming out the far side. Um, a whole ass time zone further east and way to the south. Takes a moment for you to get your bearings. When you do begin to get your bearings... You find yourself standing more or less in a clearing in the forest. Not much else. Doesn't look like very much, but it's very obviously intended to be clear. The undergrowth is minimal. Um, what you do see, vines and, and flowers and such, are all stuff, all things that are distinctly magical in nature. Um, and in the very center of the uh, clearing is a circle of stones. There's one particularly large one right in the middle, and then a circle of stones around it. Sitting on that large stone right in the middle is an old woman. She is of indeterminate age, but old enough to absolutely be any either of your grandmother. But something about her manner gives you the idea that she could easily be old beyond measure. Um, uh, she's a stooped grandmotherly figure. Maybe a whole 5'3 or 5'4, pure white hair. Um, and she's just kind of perched on the rock, looking at you as you appear. Well, it took you long enough. You would be Olathe, and she kind of looks down at a piece of paper that she's holding on to. Astoria, right? 
Correct. That's me. Oh, good. Well, if you will just come on over to this to the rocks here and set a spell, I'll let them know you're here. I'm gonna say I'm assuming this is a person of that does not recognize. Nope. Okay. She kind of has a soft, almost sly smile on her face the whole time she's talking to you. Okay. Astoria will look over at Olathe and verify before doing anything. <laughs> like, is this normal? Man, I'm going to assume this is normal. <laughs> it's normal to have somebody here waiting. Olathe's going to go go ahead and take a seat. Story will follow suit. Marvelous. She uh, kind of looks up and away into nothingness for a moment. Well, all right. They know you're here. They should be along to collect you anytime. But in the meantime, would you like some tea? And you realize somewhere along the way, a little table has appeared between the rocks she's sitting on and the rocks you're sitting on with a teapot and a couple of cups. It's steaming. Already hot. Anyone? It's mighty fine tea. Be a real shame to let it go to waste. I'm okay, thank you. Uh, Olathe will take a cup but not actually drink any of it. <laughs> That's so rude. I mean, have something in hand. <laughs> It'd be less rude to just decline. <laughs> she's gonna, yeah, she's gonna kind of cluck her tongue like a you know, disapprovingly, grab the third cup, pour some for herself, and take a big gulp of it. There, you suspicious old ninny. Perfectly good tea. Olaya is going to laugh at that. <laughs> Really? Just, think I think I'd let you come all this way just for <laughs> Granny Walker to poison you. We're living in suspicious times right now, ma'am. Nothing personal. There is a slightly unsettling gleam in her eye when she smiles at that. Well, you're not wrong about that. But I have to say, if I was inclined to that sort of skullduggery, poison's not really my style. And you get a wide, wide toothy grin at that. I'll keep that in mind next time. What is your, uh, skullduggery? <laughs> if you don't mind me asking. Well... Suffice to say, my family has walked these woods a long while. And some of those stories about things that go bump in the night in Appalachia, well, they're not just stories. Oh, I know. Good. It might keep you alive. It has this far? Well, 
I've been told to give my apologies that it has taken so long to prepare this little meeting for you. But you see, you were right about it being dangerous times. And not everyone who comes to the archive seeking knowledge has the right intentions about them. Some think they can come in and take what's not theirs. She takes a real close look at Astoria. You're not one of those, are you? Because it no. would be right foolish. You can call me many things, but foolish isn't one of them. Good. She takes another long sip of her tea. So tell me, any interesting goings-on in your part of the world? Because we got plenty down here. Seen hellhounds on this plane before? Well now, I can't say that I have. First for me too. Nasty pieces of work? Oh, they are. I've seen them walk where they're supposed to walk. But that ain't here. No, it's not. And how did you fare against these hellhounds in the, the waking world? We all got out in one piece, if that's what you're wondering. Uh, well, all of my group at least. Not everyone necessarily, but... Nasty bit of cleanup when they are in the waking world, as you say. They well, that's because they don't belong here, child. <laughs> they don't. And they a spread nasty habit of exploding as well. <laughs> they would. Well, gossip for gossip, as it were, <clears throat> things have been real interesting down this way. You see, this part of the archive was put here years ago. Long before even my time. Because, well, in some places of the world, there are things dwelling below that ought right to stay below. And it is the job of me and mine to make sure that they do. It just so happens that the Archive and we, well, we have common cause on that score. But since things went topsy-turvy, well, those things would all be sleeping. I don't think they're sleeping no more. Have they escaped? Not yet. She smiles, and it is a, again, it's a very toothy smile. But now maybe you understand part of why the archive has been so very busy and so suspicious. Suspicion has its purpose. That it does. 
You almost speak like one from my home hollers. We are a suspicious folk. Well, that's enough from old Granny Walker. I do believe your escort is just about here. You sure you won't have any of this mighty fine tea? Takes another sip. Perhaps next time. Thank you. Perhaps next time. She sets her tea glass back in its saucer. And when she does, um, out of thin air, pops uh, Sophia, I believe was her name, the Greek girl from before. I believe so. Yeah. Ah, hello. You made it. So you would be wanting to look at the Artemisian artifact, right? That's the intention. Very good. Uh, Give me perception empathy. Crap. I'm in the middle of frying eggs and you're asking for perception empathy. Yeah, I know, Moth. And and if I ain't got none of that... (laughs) I ain't got none of that there. Empathy. Um... (laughs) I'll take a uh, flat just... perception at an okay. elevated difficulty. Uh, nine, eight, seven, three. So I'm guessing three is, successes. Is our ta- talents one of the ones that they're increased difficulty? I thought it was just knowledges. Uh, it's okay. I'll, I'll just I'll give you the increased difficulty. Right. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah. Far left row is plus zero. Middle is plus two, right is plus three, or unmakeable. Subject DM interpretation. Okay, so just a flat um, then. If you don't have any dots in it. Uh, a two, a nine, and a nine. All right, Astoria. She's, she's nervous. Working on it. Uh, she's she's trying. Yeah. Um, she's kind of picking at the hem of her skirt. She's a little shifty, a little tense. She's nervous. Well, if you'll come with me, and she kind of holds out a hand to each of you, we can get you on your way. She uh, looks over to Granny Walker. Thank you, Miss Walker. You are very welcome. Keep an eye on that young one. She's smart. And in a... uh, Pleasure to meet you, Granny. Likewise. And in a rather familiar maneuver, because you've seen Terran do it enough times... Granny Walker disappears. Neat. <laughs> In the stepped sideways kind of fashion. She got some spirit voodoo. I assume 
both of you would take Sophia's hand. Oh, hello, Comrade Loki. Uh, before we take Sophia's hand, um, Astoria uh, is going to ask, are you all right? Uh, me? Oh, I'm I'm just fine. Um, well, the, uh, the item that you are wanting to view is uh, special and perhaps dangerous. Um, so uh, you will uh, be viewing it under the uh, direct observation of one of the keepers. Uh, ben, keepers as in highest rank? Yes. Olatha, you have never seen one of them. I'm going to say that will probably... I guess, do you want expression... An expression control, or just Olathe's eyes definitely widen a bit? Uh, willpower, if you want to poker face this. Uh, actually, you know what? I don't think Olathe necessarily would need to. But, yeah. th so there is definitely a more than a bit of surprise on Olathe's face at that statement. Is that unusual? Uh, she gives more you a, a, little. a pretty brisk nod. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Uh... She lowers her voice just a little conspiratorially. I've, uh, well, I've been with the Archive a very long time. Um, I think mm -hmm. 3,000 years? I'm not sure. Time is weird. And I've never met one. But I did today because of you. So, uh, thanks, I guess. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Story I don't know either. A little bit. But I do know that I've never met one, and neither has my grandmother. Or had my grandmother. Yes, well, um, if you're ready, I don't know that we should uh, keep one of them waiting. Uh, Storia takes her hand. Uh, Latha would take the other. Hey. You find yourself standing in Ow. a very obvious library of ridiculous proportions. Um, the shelves on each side of you reach upward into infinity and outward to infinity. You cannot clearly discern an end in either direction. Ben, can I just tell you, I don't like the slightly circusy music <laughs> going on. <laughs> that is it's not sparking joy. A little joy. bit of like the Harry Potter theme vibe and like a little bit of like a dark circus vibe. Yes, and that's well, what I keep catching. It's like, mm, I don't like well, that. Sure I love circus music, honestly. <laughs> I'll tell you, I spent the longest time trying to find a banjo music for Granny Walker, and I could not find fucking what I Fucking devastating. I, it was devastating. Anyway. Get some fucking yokelore up in here. <laughs> <laughs> Electric banjo, let's go! They fucking shred. Okay. Uh, so, Sophia starts walking down this long, endless corridor of books. 
presumably you follow. Yes? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're not entirely sure how long you're walking. Um, you're also not completely sure that you were walking in the same direction the whole time. Um, Does that include with Elisa's correspondence sense? Yeah, it does. Okay. Which is enough to tell you um, how much Alethe's familiar with this process, if you weren't already, um, that you are more or less walking through a liminal space that okay. b- branches off into the Alethe would know 7,777,777 branches of the archive. After an That's indeterminate... Where the sevens came from. Feel more lucky now? <laughs> yes. Good. Actually. <laughs> Until I get consumed by a spirit of knowledge, apparently. <laughs> eh, you know. <laughs> you know. We go down together. Like Hell, just guy loved her. Hell no. I don't <laughs> think Olaf is leaving you behind. <laughs> Not going to see Jessica if something happens to a story. What the fuck? <laughs> um, I trusted her with you. <laughs> I'm say, Olathe, yeah. the, the Guardian's kicking in on that case, and Olathe's probably going down with you. Probably. <laughs> I guess the next question that I have is uh, how curious is Astoria? And would she ask any questions of Sophia or Olathe as you guys are walking along? Um, yes. Um, yes. Uh, so is this an actual place that we're in? This place? Like a physical, like, is it somewhere? Or is it like a pocket dimension? Or I think that's the best way to describe it. Uh, each of the branches exists. Um, and also doesn't exist. I believe a pocket dimension is the best way to describe it. Uh, there are seven ways into the archive. And then the many, many branches. it is impossible to find the entrances because they don't exist unless you already know where they are. Which means, she uh, gestures to Olathe, Miss Olathe is one of an unbroken chain of seekers going back a very long time. Did that answer your question? It did. And you said you've been here for 3,000 years? I think so. Something like that. Through the magic of this place, or through your own means? Oh, the magic of this place. I, well, all of us are very accomplished magicians. However, uh, time was (laughs) never my forte. But time moves strangely here, and in all the branches, some more than others, uh, I've heard 
that the uh, the branch about Einstein, time has a tendency to run backwards for a time. It's very strange. We could visit that if you're curious. Incredibly. Did you know that uh, times uh, Einstein was a very accomplished time mage? I would assume so, with relativity and all. Some you can guess about, some are a little bit more overt. <laughs> yes, well, he was quite the eccentric. Spent a lot of time here. Uh, we actually did some cleanup work, should you say, to uh, keep some of his <laughs> greater eccentricities from causing too much of a stir. Aha! Uh, she seems to have seen or arrived at something. You can't see it or tell exactly what it is. Um, but with her next step forward, she just disappears from view. Uh, I'm assuming, assuming Olaith is used to this and would also kind of keep walking. Yeah. Uh, Unless she catches Astoria stopping fast enough. If Olathe continues walking through, too, Astoria's gonna, like, look around for a brief moment and then yeah. continue walking. If Astoria stops hard, Olathe, if she's fast enough to catch it, would also stop for a second and be like, it's okay. We've just reached the end of this branch to get to where we need to go. Uh, okay. Just... Okay. Just like Harry Potter. Walk on through. It is very platform nine and three quarters-esque here. You just keep walking. I was say, that's probably one of the ones that Astoria has seen. As, like, yeah. one of those, like, research type things that she's done where it's like ah you know there might be some truth to it <laughs> okay. oh, is going with the hmm not only age but this was a big enough cultural phenomenon you've probably heard this yeah i i think she would have i was thinking about it for a second because i was like i'm not really sure how much she's seen because it's not a lot but yeah okay uh you follow behind Sophia, and, uh, yeah, Loki, you good, buddy? It's great. Did you not hear that? He's knocking shit off my desk because he's being Hey, brat. bestie. Um, yeah, you follow Sophia forward into a somewhat familiar-looking branch because you saw it the last time uh, when you spoke to her through a portal. That being said, it's grander than you realized from the last time, because your scope of view was pretty much limited to her and her immediate surroundings. Uh, as you step into it, it is clearly a very large branch, easily an entire library in the normal world would encompass just this one branch. Um, the ceilings are soaring high, um, 50 feet easily. Um, 
you know, the classical Greek columns everywhere, statues of the various Greek deities and heroes. There's an Aphrodite over there. There's an Apollo over there. There's a Heracles over there. It's very obvious what the theme of this place is. Um, and as you saw on your last trip around, um, the shelves are a strong mix it's definitely not just books in this place. There are a lot of papyrus scrolls. Um, there's quite a few stone tablets. But the specific stone tablet in question is sitting on a table um, that looks very out of place in the surrounding decor. Um, if you had to guess, it probably isn't usually here and was brought here for this specific purpose. And on said table is a glowing stone tablet. The carven letters, specifically, are glowing with a golden light. Astoria, specifically. Yes. This is uh, the same kind of golden light that you saw the first time Artemis visited you? Neat. And standing... Is it also the same kind of golden light that is extending from my soul to the sky? Sure is, buddy. Mm -hmm. Standing a few feet away from the table is a figure. Um perhaps a little under six feet tall, nothing particularly overwhelmingly large. Uh, hooded and cloaked, all in black. Um, yeah, me too. The only thing that you can make out of the features of this individual are the eyes, which are... Best approximation to understand what they are is like a swirling pool of mercury. Ooh. That is visible. Basically this bright, shining, liquid metal. And nothing else. Uh, its hands are tucked into its sleeves. And it doesn't say anything or move or react in any way to the fact that you just walked in. Sophia stops immediately and bows, kind of looking at two of you in a, uh, oh God, please don't embarrass me in front of the wizards kind of way. Story <laughs> is also going to bow deeply. Alyssa will bow, probably not super deep, but fairly normal. Uh, there's no reaction. Which leads Sophia to uh, kind of look away from the figure. Um, and, but clearly keeping her voice down and much more than the usual uh, this is a fucking library, keep your voice down kind of way. Um, if you'll come right over here. It's, uh, it's, it's here on the table. I'm sure you've already seen it. Uh, anyway, I'll, uh, I'll just be over here. And she kind of... Steps away from the table to give uh, you your moment. Or you go. 
What yes. are the rules? Um, you may copy the tablet. Um, it's advised you probably shouldn't touch the tablet. It does seem to have some intensely powerful magical qualities. Um, probably shouldn't or not allowed to. There's no specific rule against it. Um, just the archive is not responsible for any injuries which may be accrued from the touching of this particular artifact. Understood. And, and magic do, usage? Please be careful. Uh, magic usage is allowed, provided that no harm comes to the artifact or any other artifacts or individuals in the archive. I will remind you, the archive is neutral ground. And with that, she steps back. Uh, cool. I'd like to go read the tablet first. I love the hint of 18-year-old coming out there with the cool. <laughs> <laughs> she is old beyond her years, but she's still fucking 18. I still loved that little bit of it coming out. <laughs> um... Uh, I guess yeah. I'd like to. I'd like to read it first, okay. um, and then my intention is to speak to Artemis. Okay. Let's see how that goes. <laughs> I'm gonna summon a goddess and see how that goes. I yeah, bro. <laughs> love that for you. <laughs> what? Like it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. I I love the idea of Sophia being like blasted by this and that being the reaction that the story has. Just like ever go like, what, is this supposed to be hard? You don't yes, do this for fun? Be. It's you going to be. This isn't your fun time? I talk with her over tea every morning. Okay. I love Val Woods energy. <laughs> Thank you. I was I was racking my brain to try and yeah. remember what her name L. was. Woods, legally blonde. L. Woods. Oh, I knew it was legally we love blonde. her. She's an icon. I knew it was a legally blonde reference. I just could not for the life of me remember what her actual name was. You All got right. into Harvard? What? Like what? it's, what? it's like hard? hard? <laughs> oh, great. Now I have that entire sequence about perms stuck in my head. Uh, you should anyway. come visit me at some point. They are doing a musical. Incredible. All right. We give ben, give ben a perm. I'll give Ben a perm. Astoria. It's me. As you read this tablet, it is in a particularly archaic form of ancient Greek. Um, no. To the point where some of the characters are wrong. Um, like, this version of Greek existed before there was a concept of exactly what the alphabet was supposed to look like um so you're kind of having to mentally substitute what that letter probably should be from what the rest of the word says as you go along um astoria is in fact writing it as is and is mentally translating it uh she is not going to be substituting any of the characters as she's writing them down valid as you're doing that which takes time, uh, you slowly 
get the message in the tablet. Um, the beginning is pretty familiar. Um, discussing the bond between Artemis and her priestesses and the price enacted from those priestesses. Um, in particular, it begins to describe a higher line, a lineage, with a specific purpose. All of this is pretty familiar to Astoria. Uh, she has heard this before as the explanation of why she is what she is and why it's important that she preserves the power that she has and passes it on to the next generation. Um, that part is also explained. And one of the things that Astoria remembers from the version of this that she was told is that the intent was that the hosts, as it were, would become stronger with each passing generation. What was missing from that explanation that is present on the tablet is a prophecy that specifically describes a changing of ways. A shifting of planes. Creating a time in which higher powers can walk amongst the human world again. Which sounds very familiar to Astoria. And what she gathers as she continues reading is that the explicit purpose of the Artemisian pact to which Astoria's family is bound has been to prepare a champion as it were for this exact moment. Literal centuries ago, this prophecy would have been unearthed and acted upon, not simply with the intent of gathering power, but of preparing for the change. Astoria is that champion. So the birthday wasn't a coincidence. Maybe not. Uh. Don't worry, you just caused this. Your fault. Your fault. Your fault. Oh, what a callback. Ouch. There's... I will say there is nothing in the text to explicitly state that Artemis is behind the change or that the prophecy is to cause the change. Only that the timing is prepared so that a champion would be ready 
when the time came for the change. Astoria is the end of a lineage long in the making. Long enough that they forgot why they were doing it. Interesting. Um, hmm, this is kind of what she's been telling me this whole time. Just vaguer. That is going to get an eye rouse from Olatha. Uh, one moment. Um, I'm going to call to Artemis. <laughs> I'm going to get as much information as we can while we're here. Okay. Um, would you like um, a meditation roll or would you like an arate roll? Start with meditation. Let's go from there. Okie dokie, what diff? Um, seven. Uh, two successes. Okay. The light glowing from the... Uh, well, Astoria, I'm assuming, is meditating with her eyes closed, so probably doesn't see this part. Um, but Aletha, you do. The light from the tablet seems to glow a bit brighter. And there is an imperceptible shift from the keeper in the corner. As if his attention has very much been garnered by what's, what's taking place right now. Astoria, uh, you feel the warmth of Artemis filling your mind. Uh, she is not, at present, gracing you with a physical manifestation, but Thank she God is here. pieces where they are. <laughs> Uh, good evening, my lady. Good evening. Or morning, I guess. I don't know what time it is here. <laughs> time is, well, fickle. So I've been told. Um, we are... And in the archive, I'm sure you are aware, this is, she gestures to the tablet as she opens her eyes. Um, yours, I guess? Indeed it is. And your champion is me? You get a sensation as if to feel that Artemis is smiling. Thou art indeed. 
you are the end. As I said unto you before, thy pact is fulfilled. And what's required of me now? Thou art my champion to carry my truth unto the world and stand against the darkness that opposes my light. And the limitations that have been put on my family in the past? Are those also gone with the pact being fulfilled? As I said, thou art the end. Okay. The end. Okay, I'm the end and the champion. Um. Hmm. It's a lot to take in. Um. And spreading your truth. Reigniting the cult of Artemis. Yes, dear one. The time has come for my return to this world. Your belief and the belief of others will make for a smoother transition. And she like looks very uncertain for a moment. And will I be your vessel when you come back? Hey, Lamel. Open it up. And my phone starts screaming at me. The fucking timing. The fucking timing. Um, <laughs> will I be the vessel? Yo, yo! <laughs> <laughs> um, trying to think how to answer that. Um... She's essentially asking if, when Artemis returns, if her body is going to be forfeit. Right, that's what I thought she was asking. No. You are my champion. And you bear my power. But your will is your own. 
Wow. So... Oh. Oh. Uh, she's smiling now, like a lot. Um, <laughs> I say I'm assuming most of the conversation has been mental. Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Olatha has not been hearing this. Good. Um. Wow, okay. Um that's uh, better news than I hoped for, I guess. Thank you. I have not been blind to your suffering. Nor that of your forebears. But now, for your faithfulness, you come into your reward. Okay. Okay. So a cult, and a champion, and a life. Yes. Wow. And your return, is that contingent on the cult? It is or... not. I am not the only of my kind returning to your world. And yours are not the only struggles. My followers grant me greater strength in return for the gifts that I bestow upon them. And those followers mages and mundanes alike if if I bring mundanes to you what happens to them all who are faithful will be rewarded with the level of reward 
commensurate to the level of faith. Okay, and the restrictions that my family's had in the past, are those things that they will have to abide as well? She's referring to the chastity pact, correct? Yes. I mean, granted, the ones that are interested are fucking teenagers right now, so, like, that's that's not, like, a huge <laughs> deal. But, like, <laughs> she, when, she, when they were like, hey, you know, what are some of the drawbacks? The story was like, well, there's some drawbacks. I can't fuck my girlfriend. Um. No. Though... For those who choose to walk the path of, path of the priesthood, that may be a path to a greater bond with me. But that would be their choice. And should I stray from that path? Will that diminish our bond? As I said, you are the end. You walk a new path now. Thank you, my lady. Go in peace, my daughter. Go in peace. And then Astoria sprints out of the archive. <laughs> <laughs> Where is Jessica? <laughs> I'm sorry, I was laughing when you said the suffering. I was just like, oh no. <laughs> yeah, my first thought was, well, as soon as they get back, Olathe and Astoria are not having any conversation because the story is gone. <laughs> Dragging Jessica upstairs. What's going on? <laughs> oh, no! you're, thank God you're back. Shut up, I got something to do. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and Astoria's gonna, like, sit down on the floor, a little shell-shocked. Olathe is going to walk over and kind of, like, crouch next to her, but not touch her. Are you alright, dear? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm great. Uh... I, I'm free. That's good. Do you need to work with the tablet more? Uh, can I, um turn on my spirit vision and see if there's anything additionally on that tablet. Sure. Oh, <laughs> sure don't, buddy. Uh, that's a zero out. I will take my paradox and try again. Roll for it. See if you get a one point paradox. Oh, no. 
Is that? Oh. oh, yeah, you are clear of Paradox at this point, aren't you? All right, fuck it. <clears throat> How many weeks has it been? Some of that would have bled off. Eight. It's been eight weeks. Oh, it's one a week. One, two, three, four, five, six, uh, seven. Uh, nope, over five, it's one a month. Unless I am misremembering that. It is. Uh, <laughs> I also have a Terran. So that's... Yes. You do also have a Terran. Um, he's a four-point familiar. So it'll be one point... Uh, one point per week from Terran. Oh yeah, you're probably so you clear then. should be pretty I'm much clear. zeroed out. I'm so clear, yeah, yeah. One paradox, I'm rolling the d20 for one because it's my first it's time new, to roll yeah. a story. Is it's funny. <gasps> oh my god, I was like, if I blow up with <laughs> paradox in the fucking arc, I, I'm gonna lose my shit. No, I, I love the, I finally thought I could get, get laid, blows up paradox. <laughs> yeah. It, it would be thematic. And uh, no, that was a 15, you're fine. Uh, disappointing. <laughs> okay, we're gonna try again. Um, <laughs> botch, 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 botch. No, well, let's see. Uh, <laughs> no, we're good. Uh, three successes. Okay. Um, not really. Um, mostly this artifact probably formed like the focus of the initial uh, ritual to kick off this whole thing. Mm -hmm. um, back when the very first of your ancestors got roped into this nonsense. Neat. Um, cool. I've uh, documented everything there. I, I think that's really all that she needed. Um, I do also want to go look in the demonology section because we got kicked out of the archive before we had the chance to look at that. Um, that is something that can happen off screen, though, because I don't want to take up too much time. Uh, no, it can happen right now. Okay. <laughs> uh, Sophia? Um, yes? I'm, I'm done here. Um, uh, last time we spoke, um, we were talking about going to the demonology section, and we didn't uh, have a chance to do that. Is that is that something we can do? I have certainly. I can direct questions. you there forthwith. Thank you. Um, Astoria is going to bow to the keeper in the corner. Um, thank you for your time. Uh, you get no immediate reaction. I didn't expect any. But it is definitely staring at you. Yeah, probably look at my godly sparkle. <laughs> Hopefully he doesn't want to eat it. <laughs> That's Jessica's job. Anyway, um... Oh, to later me. tonight, BB! Alrighty, um, more or less without any fanfare or uh, much warning at all, you uh, the room around you kind of spins, and when it stops spinning, it's a different room. Uh, this is a much darker chamber, 
no less gigantic than the one you just left. Um, lit by burning torches that don't seem to ever actually burn down. Um, and there is a another archivist um, moving among the stacks. Also, um, black hood and black cloak, the whole shindig. Um, another keeper? Not another keeper. Oh, okay. Um, Is Sophia still with us, and did the other no. keeper come with us? No, neither. Okay, neither. cool. Um, what little you can see of this dude is basically just a amorphous black mass of, like, cloud. Just like a black cloud that just happens to be wearing a cloak. There's not really a dude under there. Greetings. Hello. Can I help you? Um, yeah. I'm looking for some information about uh demon pacts and unbound demons yes from their hosts i think uh she gestures to the suit of armor she's wearing which, if he's got the spirit, can probably see the demon floating around. <laughs> uh, he doesn't respond for a disconcertingly long period of time. You just have the intense feeling of being watched. What else is new? Yeah. <laughs> Between Seth, Jessica, and Taryn. Yeah. Um, and then you hear a sound like someone snapping their fingers. You don't see a hand. He doesn't have those. Um, and then a large uh, leather-ish bound book just thumps on the ground in front of you. Just drops from about waist height and thumps on the ground. Uh, uh, thank you. Uh, Astoria bends to pick it up. Uh, wits survival from both of you guys. Oh, buddy. <laughs> All okay. right. What diff? Diff seven. Reach down and grab a book about demons. Ah, a dice! It's gone forever. Haha! Oh no. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> six, six, eight, ten, one. Ten re rolled. Rude ass. So one uh, said... <sighs> Yes. One is enough. Okay, I got three. Yeah, this book is bound in human skin. Necronomicon ex mortis. 
pretty a fucking book much. Of the dead. Pretty close. Or she would have seen that. Yeah, I mean, bro. <laughs> she fights uh... monsters. Of course she's seen Evil Dead. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, Black Cloud just kind of drifts away. He's got things to do. He gave you what you came here for. Perception uh... alertness, Olathe, while Astoria is looking at this book. Perception alertness? All mm-hmm. right. Because we just use six dice for everything, because we're smart. My dice is gone, gone. I have no idea where it went. Oh, no. Oh, this is going well. Blue, sniff out the dice. Uh, here. <laughs> what was my diff, Ben? Uh, diff six is fine. Cool. It's not that, it's not that serious. <laughs> it should have been. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six successes. Okay. There were two tens, both of which we rolled in the sevens. There is one other person in here with you. In fact, two other people. Uh, one of them strolling along the stacks with the second person trailing behind them. Okay. The first one well, in fact, the one trailing behind is actually the more striking of the two. She stands out. Because. She is dressed all in black leather with long black hair and a rather angular facial expression which is equal parts beautiful and feral there's something distinctly off-putting about the way she looks equally are the two long bone-handled knives sheathed at her hips The man that she is trailing behind is slight and not particularly built. He's maybe maybe 5'8". His physical presence does not fill a room by any sense. Um, The most striking things about him are the exquisitely tailored pinstriped suit he's wearing and the gold mask on his face which is inlaid with rose vines. As of right now, he doesn't seem to have noticed you. And Olathe doesn't recognize either one? Or do I recognize one? The woman bears a very striking resemblance to someone who's been described to you before. 
That's what I thought. Um, would Olathe know how to take the two of them out of this? Well, I guess not, if nothing else, I can lead us away to some degree, but out of this branch as a seeker? Uh, <laughs> not without violating neutrality. Taking the book, of course, would. But it, would it be violating neutrality for Olathe to go through, like, say, back to the waiting area? Oh, you mean to remove Astoria and herself, and, and herself, not the other two people. Yes! Rem Olathe, no, I, Olathe is not about to start a fight in the fucking Archon! <laughs> <laughs> Look, bro, violence is a free action, but that ain't free! Sure ain't. I was gonna say, if you get Astoria permanently banned from the Archive, she's probably not speaking to you again. Which <laughs> we ain't getting back home if we start a fight in the Archive! Yeah, you're, neither neither of you walk out. He ain't walking out. <laughs> At best, Olathe would try to provoke them into attacking Olathe, and then let them get dealt with, but, like, no. Um. Yes, you could probably get the two of you back to the exit. Okay. <sighs> um... Well, Should I recognize them, or is it just Olathe? Um, you should, I believe, as well, because I believe the story was told to the whole party, aside from Chase. Yeah. Oh, uh, are these? Is this yeah. the bitch from the fucking? Oh no! This is her this is and the one that got Dane. Yes. If if I am not missing my guess, yes. Yes. We don't know Gold Mask outside of DM stories, which our characters don't know. <laughs> you also don't know any either of their names, but... Nope. Uh, Bodhi described this bitch in detail. And Olathe heard that description more than once. Yes. <sighs> Do I also get a perception check? Um, you can. I imagine Alatha probably would uh, have gotten your attention by this point. Probably very quietly. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say I did um, not hear anything of the sort, so I was like, "Uh, do do I get to see too?" Um. Uh. So, and we were given no indication as to whether or not this book was an original or a copy, were we? Uh, it is an original. So it probably should not be leaving the archive. Correct. Um, are there any easily less visible areas that I could lead us to without drawing attention? How out in the open are we right now? Uh, pretty damn. Motherfucker, you're an asshole, Ben. You're more or less in the entryway. Okay, well... We're gonna go in a direction they're not heading, 
and very nonchalantly while looking at the book that Astoria has. Okay. Because I don't particularly want to have a conversation with these people because I don't want to draw any more attention to us than we need to. And the less time they have to get a hold of any kind of magic signal or life signs or anything like that off of us, the better. Okay. Um... I don't know what they're looking for. Give me... God, what would it be? Manipulation subterfuge? Maybe? That's a fabulous um, for a story. Yeah. Go for I was going to say, actually. could I do, like, dexterity subterfuge since it's movement? But, uh... Or yeah, appearance? Like appearance subterfuge? As well? They could do uh, appearance subterfuge. Sorry, I had two people talking there at once. Um, what was Moth's question first? Um, may I offer you poker face as well? If we're... Yes. Okay. Um... Mm, I'm gonna say no to appearance because your intent is not to be seen here. Um, uh, fair. Yeah, basically just manipulation subterfuge to look nonchalant as you try and fuck off. Cool, I'm running a willpower on this. Valid. Uh, four successes. Um, I also want to know what they're doing here. So like, same, but like, you know... Oh, thank you, Dice. Yeah, they're in uh, the demonology section. That doesn't bode well for us. It does not. Four successes as well. Because it was, or was it? It was a diff six or seven, right? Diff seven. Okay, then yeah, th then there's three dice and the one willpower. Say, unless for some reason it was a diff five, then it would be an extra one. But okay. Um. Yeah, the two of you walk away around the corner. This would be a fabulous time to have Taryn. <laughs> it would be. What? Like that? Those are, those yep. are people, right? I believe at least she is. I don't know who he is, but she seems to be escorting him. What are they doing here? And how did they get access? I mean, if she's leading him, then she's got to be the one with access, right? She looked more like she was guarding him than leading him. terrible that they're here, especially in here. Yeah. Uh, should we... I don't know. We should probably figure out what they're doing here. Probably, but I also don't want to draw attention to us either. Is she the correspondence page? Uh, Ben. Mm-hmm. Bodhi did not have time or correspondence, so we don't know how he was. she was doing her jumping around trick, correct? Um... Correct, I don't think you do. All you know is that he saw her appear and disappear out of thin air. Either correspondence or time, Bodhi wasn't really sure. Just that she seemed to 
disappear from one place and be in another in an instant. So we can't really try that way. I should probably notice. Well, shit. Can I mean, ugh. the logs are secret, so we can't really check. No. We know they're in demonology, which means they're able to interact with spirits, or planning to. Yeah, that's a huge, really broad area. It's a very broad area, but it also rules out the ability of having a spirit watch as well. Which would have included Terran. take a snapshot of the way that the books are right now and then we could see which one they take is that something you can do uh, Ben I'm assuming I couldn't do that unless I was in that row correct um correspondence I was gonna say matter. you would have to use correspondence um, to remote view it which may give us away. Which may give you away. I would also, I'll also give you a, a safety tip here just because I'm occasionally benevolent. Um, you're not the only mages capable of rolling perception awareness. Yep, I, I've been <laughs> thinking about that as well. <laughs> okay. Um, I, oh, uh, I know what I can do. I can try and lucky about it we know after they leave i guess that's a better question ben did they seem to be coming or going best you could tell he is browsing mm. can i all right i guess i need a how would it work roll would okay. they have to see would they just be able to sense that magic is happening in the area? Or would they have to basically be almost line of sight to the effect? Say I wanted to do like a core two forces one to see what books were warmer from being recently touched. Would they have to see basically my floating invisible eyeball? Or would they just know because it's in the area and be able to pinpoint it? Um, the latter, basically the way that you guys are able to sense that someone's casting near you with a sufficient roll. Ben, okay. are there spirits in here? You still have spirit vision up? Mm-hmm. Thought so. Uh, yeah, Hella. Neat. Never mind. You're swimming in them. I'll talk because to the books are swimming in them. It's a demonology section. <laughs> yeah. Um. Never mind, Olathe. We just oh. need to stick around until they leave. I had a realization. Um. 
Um, actually, well, I'm sorry. Uh, are there any spirits around them, or is are they a spirit-free zone? Hmm. Um. Yes, there are. They are not a spirit-free zone. Incredible. I'm going to turn my attention to copying down this book. I would say if there's like an out-of-the-way nook or cranny that we can um, be in where we're not super visible. Yeah. Maybe Quite even a with a curtain. This is not the most well-lit branch of the library. Cool. Yeah, we're, we're going to that. And uh, anything super, like, visually identify also kind of making that less so. Okay. Uh, neat. I am going to uh, copy down that book, and then when they leave, I'm going to try and cajole some spirits into telling me what they were doing. Okay. Is that against the rules of the library, actually? Because I was explained the rules, and uh, I'm just a little bit dumb. Mm. <laughs> um, I'm assuming Olathe would know and be able to answer that. I can phrase it in such a way that it's like, oh, you know, which books have garnered the most attention in the last... Yeah, I would say if you're going about it in an oblique fashion, you can probably get away with it. Okay, um, I'll do that. And while that's happening, Olathe is going to be, once they're gone, like, basically speedrunning the aisles with a Forces core. Okay. Provided that wouldn't break the rules and just see which ones are the, you know, recently touched, recently handled... Go for it. So, would that break rules? Am I about to get no. in trouble? No, it would not. Cool. Ah, don't hit each other. Alright. Uh, two successes. Unfortunately, uh, he is the sort who strolls his fingers along the spines of books as he walks. That's fine. One so that he actually holds for a longer period would be warmer. Uh, there's a book missing. Interesting that he was allowed to leave with the book. Who said he's gone? I said he that I was doing this till he was gone. Well, he's gone from that spot. It's a big branch. Fair enough. Uh, are the books in any kind of like systematic order that I would assume they would be in? I'm just going to ask a spirit what was there. Fair enough. <laughs> um, I have spirit vision open. Um, may I ask a spirit in the area that seems curious about us or curious in general because... Curious spirits or nosy spirits, um, and ask them what book was there. Go for it. Uh, do you want a roll for it? Yes. What roll would you like? Um, I believe it would be 
May I offer you manipulation expression? I was going to say either charisma or manipulation expression, yes. Okay, I don't have expression, so I'm just going to offer you a straight manipulation roll. Amazing. <laughs> um, three, eight, nine. Okay. Um, it takes a while to walk this spirit where you want it to go. It's pretty adulpated. Um, it's got the drain bramage. Um, but it basically describes to you a book, um, about avatars specifically and how avatars and demons intersect. I hate that. Okay. Um, got it. Alita. Next one. Uh, are there more missing then? Nope, just the one. As, uh... Alec, are you still looking at that spot? Uh, if I found out where it was, probably not. No okay. need to leave up a magic effect where it can be caught. Gotcha. <sighs> All right. Well, let's get out of here before we run into further issues. Was there anything you wanted to check on while we were here? Well, Ben, is there anything I want to check on while I'm here? Not that you had told me about. Okay. Then I don't think so. Not Especially not after finding this out. Uh, actually, yes. Uh, I want to look into an area about ancient vampires. Vampire lore? Mm-hmm. Okay. Given what I found out and what I would have shared... Uh, Moth, I don't know if you've been able to read that chunk of RP. Sure haven't, buddy. All right, so Olatha would have talked to you about this because she was going to talk to you and Chase both. Where'd that happen at? And out and about? Um, Olatha was basically given a vision by the ancestors of a cathedral with windows blacked out, long crimson curtains, um, pews. People were split into groups of ordinary people. Um, grouped near the front in black and crimson robes at the very front there was about a dozen of them in like old court fine outfits very pale and where the pulpit should have been there were three coffins of pewter golden onyx that were open and told that we were visited by a son of cain we know that as much has changed for them as it has for us and that old rules and orders are being discarded and the ancients are that were slumbering are walking again. Yikes. Yeah. Hate that. Yeah, Olathe wasn't happy about that one either. Her exact statement was, well, I don't like that. Because um, you did. Yeah. So... Yeah, Ben, we are going to be looking into that. 
Okay. Um, in the interest of time, um, you are whisked away to another um, large branch. Um, basically adorned uh, if Asterion had a sex dungeon, it probably would be decorated not unlike this. Um, Good for him. Reds and blacks and um, long hanging curtains. Like, it, it's leaning into the vampire vibe. This is clearly a vampire lore uh, branch. Uh, you're also, like, 99% certain that the um, archivist that helps you is himself a vampire. Um, he's a scrawny tweety little bastard um leaning way into the librarian vibe more than the vampire vibe but he's yeah he's too pale and he looks too hungry um and he more or less uh he hands you copies of two books uh the book of nod for one yeah we're gonna be part of the brotherhood of nod Um, and another one that is basically just a primer on vampires from the Order of Hermes. Okay. I'm assuming Olathe would have some knowledge just from Dreamspeaker stuff, but yeah. another group's perspective won't hurt. Yeah. All but right. He uh, briskly copies those with whatever magic they use to copy books and uh, passes them off to you while staring a little bit too intently at Astoria's neck. Don't say he Not Olathe is the one with spark of life? You have your own spark right now. Let's say he's got two very tasty people in front of him. Yeah, that's why he looks so fucking hungry right now. <laughs> Jessica will kill him. <laughs> Jessica here. Jessica tries mm-hmm. to storm the archive. Oh my god. I didn't get to go well. No, it's not. Um, okay. Before we leave, um, Astoria would like to put in a official request to get her own seeker ship. Okay. Um, and that's, that's it. That's all I got. All right. You would basically be informed that you will hear back in some indeterminate amount of time because these people exist outside of time and they just, it might be five seconds from now. It might be a year from now. Who fucking knows? I have a keeper that's seen what I can do. I'm sure that, uh... Yup. That can't go badly for you. But he's interested in, uh... Well, they're interested, I suppose. I, they're just eyes. Um, I'm sure yep. they're interested in what I can contribute. Mm-hmm. You return to the previously mentioned, uh, Sanctum. Via how you got in. Hmm? With Granny Walker? And yeah, Granny Walker is waiting for you again. Amazing. Well, did you find everything you were looking for? And more, Granny. And more. Well, every visit to the archive has its own surprises. I trust they were pleasant. Most of them. Hmm. Well. I suppose you take the good with the bad. Neutral ground and all that, remember. 
of course. Yes, we definitely had a reminder of that. Well, y'all come on back anytime and see Granny. Have tea waiting for you. You don't waste it next time. Wouldn't dream of it. Good. Um, guess I'll leave this probably going to work on starting to get them back. Mm-hmm. Do you want rolls for that or? Go for it. All right. Well, apparently the dice are in favor. Uh, 10, 7, 8, 9. So four successes right off the bat. Sanctum to sanctum. That'll do you. All right. And with those two arriving back in Kirkland, uh, we will be moving on over to Miss Jessie. Jesse, it's me. Uh, you have taken the day to go out hunting all by yourself. Um, as a choice. That's choice. Uh, Lachlan is putting in some time at the clinic, and the various morts are doing various mort things. Ursa is along, but otherwise, it's you. Um, you have. A couple of squirrels tied to your belt because they were the most obvious and easy prey. Uh, but you're still hoping to uh, encounter a bit more than that. Give me a... Call it perception survival. Alright, let me get my memories out. My... Special Jesse dice. Special Jesse dice. All my fish dice. I am in fact holding the D20 Jesse dice in me hand. Okay, and then I have seven dice for this roll, I think. You said perception survival. Mm hmm. What's my diff? Uh, diff six. Uh, cute senses? Yeah. Uh, that's going to be six successes. Good times. Um, in the leaves and undergrowth in front of you, you spot the unmistakable sign of a game trail. Uh, deer are dumb and lazy, and they generally will follow the exact same track day in and day out, for the most part, unless something disturbs them. And that track, leading off to the north, definitely looks like it's been walked on a lot by deer. Mm-hmm. With Jesse like to go see where that game trail leads. Uh, yeah. Okay. Can we be... I'm sure this goes without saying, but can we be sneaky and careful about it? I would hate to scare something away. You certainly can. 
give me a dex stealth roll. Hey. Fewer dice about that one, but still a decent pull. It's fine. What was the diff? Uh, just seven for that one. Uh, two successes. Okay. Uh, yeah, you're quiet enough. You could be quieter, but like, you're not rampaging through the woods like an idiot. Um, I'll fear it. um you follow the game trail for a while um until you get to a stand of pine um for those who have never hunted deer uh me deer like to bed down in pine because pine needles make pretty decent deer beds yeah they do loki yeah they do um and in fact, there are three deer uh, curled up in the pine needles asleep because it's morning time and deer are mostly nocturnal. What kind? Like, like fawn does? Uh, it is three does. Another factoid. well another factoid about deer um bucks are generally solitary until like right the beginning of rut and then they tend to group up and lose their minds um does are more likely to move in groups whitetail don't really do herding behavior um the way things like reindeer do um, it's very cyclical. Usually we, what you'll see is a doe with her adult bibbies until it's time for them to move on on their own. So, uh, how old do they look? Like, do they look like in this next season, they might like have offspring? Um, uh, because the one thing that Jesse doesn't want to fuck with is the ecosystem. So like, if these does look like they might pop out some little babies coming up soon, I don't really want to kill them. Uh, and Jesse would also know better than Elaine would of whether or not like killing them here would make them leave the area in which case could also have fewer deer in the future. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to ask for another survival roll cause you rolled really fucking well earlier. Um, the one of them looks to be fairly long in the tooth. She's probably past her breeding prime. This might well have been her last uh, her last season. Uh, the other two are younger, uh, but probably getting ready to head off and start popping out bibbies of their own. As far as um, Killing them here, scaring them off. Um, I will repeat, deer are pretty dumb. The trauma and scent of blood would scare them off in the short term. Um, but once that fades, they'll come back. Unless there's someone like there constantly, deer generally aren't super scared off by human activity. Unless it's a very repetitive pattern. 
Okay, cool. Well, then uh, let's try and take the old one. Okay. What do you want from me? What do you want from me? Um. Oh, that song's going to be stuck in my head now. Oh, my God. Fucking <laughs> welcome. Uh, two things. I would like another deck stealth. Uh, followed okay. by Dex Athletics to yeet a fucking uh, harpoon at this deer. I assume that's how you're hunting it. Uh, oh, I assume she would have brought a bow. Okay. Uh, Dex Firearms, then. Yeah, Jessie has never hunted with her harpoon, but she has hunted with bows and guns, but, like, guns don't fucking work. Valid. Okay, so you said you want deck stealth first? Mm-hmm. Okay. Ooh, what's the diff? Diff eight. Okay, two successes. I rolled a one. I was a little worried. <laughs> okay. You haven't spooked anything oh, yet. Cool. This is good news. Great success. Uh, okay. Great success. Great success. And now I roll about a bow. Oh, uh, what's my diff with the bow? Diff six. We got rolling tens. Uh, six successes for the bow. Okay. Roll me some damage. What do you want for damage? Um, I do not have bow stats written. Gonna lie, I haven't had to use a bow in this entire campaign yet. Um, are you using a crossbow or a regular bow? Probably a regular bow. Um, a regular bow. A should be seven dice. Well, that's my longbow of sure shot. Are you using say, a longbow uh, or a shortbow? I think it's six dice. So you're actually rolling 12 damage dice. It's probably uh, oh, superfluous, okay. but... Okay, well, <laughs> just in case it's not. Goddamn. Chickow. Uh, it's dead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, buddy. Mm-hmm. It was At, nine. If you want, uh, yeah. nine at six. Deadbitch.com. Okay, Loki. Hi. Um, you stand to aim and fire. Having successfully gotten pretty damn close, um, because you stealthed pretty well. At the moment that you fire, the two you are not aiming at spook and run, because bowstrings are loud. Mm-hmm. And they, but arrows travel substantially slower than bullets. 
well below the speed of sound, which is one of the tricks of bow hunting for those who haven't uh, ever done it, you more or less need to guess where the deer is going to jump when they hear your string go off and aim for that, not for the actual deer. Um, perception alertness. Diff seven. Diff five. I take that back. Perception empathy. You can make me change my fucking dice. Sorry. <laughs> I wrote perception alertness here, but perception empathy makes more sense. What's the diff? Diff seven. Five successes. Okay. The deer that you're aiming for also heard the string and also stands up. But rather than turning and running, it looks at you and stands there to get hit. And promptly falls over dead when it does. Uh, there's some kicking and thrashing on the ground in the leaves as it bleeds out because, again, bows are different than guns. But it's a clean shot through the heart and lungs, and it doesn't take very long. But you get the unmistakable feeling that the deer heard the shot coming and could have gotten out of the way, but didn't. Hmm. Well, I hate that. Let's get it. Okay. By that, I assume you mean you're moving to the deer? Uh, yeah. Okay. Slowly, that's a little fucking weird. And <laughs> <laughs> all of fact. the fucking weird stuff these days are fucking at risk of killing me. So let's go a little slow, bow out, but... Valid, valid, valid. Um, it's dead. It finally stops moving. Um, there's still a little blood trickling from its mouth and from the entrance and exit wound because the arrow did go straight through. Uh, you didn't catch bone on the way through this, on this one, so lucky shot or an extremely well-aimed shot. Perhaps a fortuitously, unnaturally well-aimed shot. Uh, as you bend down over the deer to get to the process of uh, processing it, you feel a familiar presence 
and Ursa shifts a little uncomfortably next to you. Gives the little... Oh, shit. When the... What the little... fuck? When did you get here? <laughs> he gives the little bearish... <sighs> and you feel the familiar... almost... motherly warmth in your head. Mm-hmm. But nothing is said. She's there. And she's making her presence known. I but she hasn't spoken anything. Joanna. Uh, I mean, I, this is this is fairly normal at this point from what I've gathered. Mother kind of hangs out in the room quietly all the time these days. So let's keep going. Okay. As you get to work on the deer, she finally does speak. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Enjoying the bounty, oh daughter mine. Oh, is this from you? It is. You see, faithfulness has its rewards, oh daughter mine. Is what I'm doing being faithful? So far. You could have more. Yeah... Uh, does that include answers? Could I have more answers? Because I don't still, I still don't know shit about you. Other than that, you scare me a little bit. If I'm being completely fucking real. <laughs> uh, I love Jesse so much. <laughs> I suppose that depends on the questions. You got a name that shows up in books? I am far older than that, oh daughter mine. So, so you don't... So you've been gone for all of written history? Is that what I'm hearing? That would follow. Why are you back here now? Why are you in my head? I have sought a return for some time. Only recently has it been possible. You appear as one who could benefit from my gifts. And be useful to me as well. From time to time, I may have need of a mortal hand, O oh daughter mine. In exchange, I can grant you many things. 
Yeah, but what kind of favors? Because, like... Mm. <laughs> this is all still very vague. Nothing you haven't already proven yourself willing to do. Nothing that at least some part of you might even enjoy. Listen, I've done some fucked up shit I don't want to do again, so I don't think I can agree to this. Because, like, yeah, I've killed family. I ain't willing to do it again. So unless you can be a little bit more specific with what these uh, these favors are going to be, uh, I can't make any promises. I got too many people close. You are fully aware. I am. And I can offer you the strength to protect them. Yeah, but are you going to put me in a situation where they're in danger? You're in that situation every day, oh daughter mine. You gonna make it worse? I have no I don't want it to be worse. On your family. What about my friends? What about Astoria? You're a god, right? She's got god stuff going on. As do many. Consider. If Astoria. Were given choice. Between. Herself. Or her lover. Or your family. Who would she choose? Who would her god power choose then? And where would that leave you? Can you really afford to leave power on the table? I don't even know what to do with it. Even if I had it. Even if I did say yes. I don't even know what to fucking do with any of this. I'm figuring this out as I go. You want to hand me more? In time. You will grow. To understand these gifts. Oh, daughter mine. And now, 
I think you understand the stakes. We will speak again soon. And with yeah. that, she's gone. I'm sure we fucking will. <laughs> fucking deer in frustration. <laughs> fucking bitch. She knows it's like strings to pull. <laughs> that Key and Peele skit where he's like, and she, I said she's a <laughs> oh, she did though. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> oh, I didn't like that. <laughs> Got him. Okay. Ursa kind of headbutts you, which is uh. A lot different coming from a ridiculously oversized bear than it is from a puppy, but he intends it to be puppy-esque. <laughs> it knocks you on your ass anyway. Of course. Um, but it is otherwise an uneventful trip to uh, get the deer, what's, uh, what you carved off the deer carcass back to Kirkland. You mean back to the cabin? Or back to the cabin, rather, yeah. I was about to say, this is my dinner. <laughs> uh, speaking good. of, for flavor, before we swap off, uh, Jesse will have dinner prepared for Lachlan when he gets home from the cabin. From the clinic? Yeah. Or, the, yes, the clinic, sorry. I would also say that one of the first things that uh, Lachlan would have added to the cabin surrounds would be a uh, smokehouse. So what doesn't get eaten of that deer uh, will last a bit longer. That's because smokehouses, they're wonderful. And with that, we come at last to Naomi, who has been waiting ever so patiently. Thank you. No problem. I kept myself busy. Uh, Chase is, per Chase things, uh, managing the shop in Moletown alongside his two new helpers, uh, whose names I've already basically forgotten, and I, cause I didn't put them down on my notes, uh, Andrea and Maxine, that's right, um, and Naomi not having too much to do today after um spending a little time helping her dad in the library has made her way to Moletown uh which is quiet there's some inventorying going on of some various things on the shelves but not a whole lot going on besides as it gets to uh past lunchtime a little later into the day uh Samson is following you around insistent on some attention because you're now his second person it's his favorite uh, naomi has naomi has correspondence mattered some treats for him amazing 
That's his favorite. That's yes, his favorite. that's why Naomi is such a favorite. Because she's a sucker. Yeah. Yeah, she is. Um... The door opens to Moletown uh, with its little bell tinging as someone comes through. Um, Mr. Reynolds, is, uh, is Naomi around? Probably. Stop. Can, can I help you? Uh, this is one of the militia guys. Um, one of the ones that tends to be on gate duty most of the time. Um, I hope so. Uh, there's a, well, there's a man at the west gate, uh, with some horses, and, uh, he asked for you by name? Wouldn't get his name? He wouldn't give it. He said he's here to speak to you and you alone. Sounded like. (laughs) Man, that's a way to kill somebody. He's, well, he's very strange. That's even less reason for me to go talk to him alone. What the hell? Oh, he's right outside the gate. Um, I'm reasonably sure a couple of our guys have him at crossbow point right now, but he doesn't really seem bothered by that. I can't imagine he would. Chase, will you come with me? I can't imagine I would not come with you. <laughs> I don't know this guy, and he's not bothering to give any information. I'm not going by his desires. Yeah, man, that's a uh, great way to kill somebody. Uh, I guess lead the way. Uh, uh, yes, ma'am. And he does. It is, as per usual, only about a 10-minute walk to get to the gate, uh, which is open. It usually is open during the day unless there's, um, you know, squatters or beggars or people trying to get into town that don't actually fucking live there. Um, And as reported, uh, the two guards that are there have uh, crossbows. They don't, the town doesn't have very many of those, but the gate guards are the ones that usually get them. Um, pointed at a dude on a horse with a second horse next to him uh, being led by a tether. Does he look even remotely familiar? Oh, he doesn't. And even more than uh, looking unfamiliar... This man is comported like he just stepped off the set of a samurai movie. The full getup. Armor, head to foot. Uh, Those, um, I don't remember what they're called, but it's basically a banner on a stick that sticks on the back of the saddle of the horse. A bow in, in his saddle. A katana by his side. The classic horned helmet and face mask all of it 
down to his boots, this man looks like he just walked out of the Edo period. Quietly to Chase. I didn't realize that we were watching The Last Samurai now. Oh, God. Um, hello? He dismounts, pulls the mask aside, at which point you recognize him to be probably in his 40s. Not a young man by any means. Um, Ouch. We're getting closer, man. I know. Um, We're not young. We keep talking about that. We're not young. I'm old as fuck. I just turned 31. I'm old as fuck. Oh, fuck um, off. oh my god, is 31 old as fuck now? Yeah, it's old I mean, you know what? Oh, yeah. God. I'm you know what? At 33, I'm gonna say yes. Yeah. 31's when I started feeling old. Like I don't want meme. less than a year to start feeling old. This is terrible. You already I'm should. You're parent. Do it. <laughs> this is terrible. All of you can fuck off. I you already should. Either. Like that meme, I took away your bending. <laughs> oh. <laughs> From the knees, yeah. Yeah. Um, pulls aside his mask and bows deeply, very precisely to Naomi specifically, and does not stand up until addressed. Look uh, at you, royalty too. No, stop that. Uh. Can I help you? Do I know you? You are Naomi Gilmore, yes? Yes. My name is Nobutada Daiichi, and I have come a very long way to find you. Could I get that uh, name one more time? Nobutada? Daiichi. Okay. And why would you have done that? I belong to an ancient order whose task is to safeguard the relics of the kami. You are familiar with the kami, I understand? Intimately so, yes. Uh, He snaps his fingers, and the second horse, uh, without being pulled by the lead, draws up to him. Very well-trained horse. I regret to say that our homeland of Japan is dying. Too many people. Too little food. Too little space. And he directs your attention to the saddlebags of the horse. And you recognize 
pretty quickly. Um, this horse is laden down with most of the sacred relics from your family shrine in Japan. Wait. How did you get those? They were gifted to our trust to bring to you. That our legacy would continue. What about the caretakers? They are with some of my brothers in the mountains. But so I regret to tell you they have little hope in their own survival. They went to the mountains because it was safer. What do you mean? He, uh, he catches your tone and kind of takes a small bow again of more or less of contrition. Our people are starving. Many of the elderly have taken a noble path and chosen not to consume that which could be consumed by the younger. I personally tried to talk them out of this to no avail. The Satos as well? Yes. We set out from Japan two months ago. Our magic was insufficient to find and reach you directly. So it has taken us, has taken me some time to get here. We set out with eight. I am all that remains. So, so you're telling me that two months ago, Sato Masaru and Sato Fumiko decided to starve themselves to death? He bows deeper. What about Makoto? What about my uncle? I am sorry, I do not know. Naomi's going to take that moment and pull out her compact and immediately start a correspondence call. He holds the bow while you do that, refusing to look at you. Go for it. That is a zero out on the first attempt. Jinkies. Uh, 
Naomi's hands are shaking. She's emotional. Um, It is not news she wanted to hear, and it makes it very hard to find the magic. And two successes on the second attempt. Are you paradox-free at this point? That would bring her to one paradox. Okay, that's what I figured. And you're good. Two successes. (laughs) Yes, it is. Magic is born from pain. Um, is that a correspondence life effect, mind effect? What are you exactly are you hunting for here? Are you looking in the uh, the shrine, or are you trying to find them specifically? She would have to be doing it through life because she has never specifically looked for the mind pattern of her. Actually, no, she would have had to have been doing it through mind. For her uncle specifically, she knows that they are no longer at the shrine. Okay. Um, she does get a view of her uncle. Um, he is with a group of what look to be school children. Uh, a handful, not many. Uh, him and one other person, another man, uh, seemingly leading them up a mountainside into the into the wilderness. What little wilderness is left in Japan? Um, but looks to be exhausted, probably twenty pounds lighter than when you saw him last. Uh, but doing what he can, seemingly, to uh, save these children. God damn it. And she doesn't see her grandparents anywhere with them, right? She is going to call out through the mirror in Japanese. Uncle Makoto. Uh, Who is there? He looks a little startled. I don't think you've talked to him through correspondence before now. Nope, because the last time she reached out with correspondence and actually made contact and showed that she had magic was just to her grandparents. That's what I thought. Uh, He reaches for his own katana, which is at his hip, and kind of looks around startled. It's it's Naomi. I'm not... I'm not right there. I'm calling from a distance. So you have gifts as well. Yeah, um... His voice is very tired. I have someone here by the name of uh, Nobutada Daichi. He found you. They found you. Just... Just him. Oh. 
Uncle, is what he said that. true? Our, our grandmother and grandfather, are they gone? Yes. Fuck. I'm so sorry. They felt it was the greatest contribution that they could make. I begged them, but they said it was the honorable choice, and that you would carry on our people and our reverence of the Kami. They have great faith. I have them than the reverence? You kidding me? So would I. So would I, child. Why couldn't you guys have come here instead of these stupid relics? As you said, only one made it to you, correct? And yet, grandmother and grandfather didn't even try. They did not wish to be a burden. Not a burden to try to take care of your family. Hmm. I never ask, though. Never ask if you want to carry it. They just assume that you don't. Uncle, where are you going now? There are some small safe places in the mountains. We are trying to get what we can to safety, who we can to safety. Grandfather said that two months ago. What happened to the place you, you guys were initially trying to get to? It's still there. I quarreled with Grandfather. Tried to talk him out of this course of action. I even threatened that I would join him. It turns out I have a task of my own to bring these children back there and try to keep them safe. I have been searching to save what I can. Chase, mm -hmm. I have one of the butterflies I gave you. Of course. And Naomi is going to take the butterfly and unzip her backpack 
and using a correspondence matter effect with a willpower put behind it, she is going to send a butterfly into her uncle's pocket with a three, a nine, and a six as the roll. Okay. And that is one of the... The mind correspondence mind butterflies. Correspondence make, a, make a phone call? Yes. Okay. Check your pocket, uncle. Please. He does so. What is this? If you tear that, it will reach out to me directly. And I will hear you no matter where you are, and I will answer you. Please, I'm begging you. Let me know if anything happens. I, I'm going to be doing what I can to see what I can help from this end, but if anything comes up before I reach out to you again, please, 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 just call me. I will. Arigato. Arigato. Uh, I'll see what I can do to get you some food or get you some warmer clothes or blankets or something, okay? I'll reach out to you soon, I promise. I look forward to it. Be careful, Naomi. Stay safe, uncle. And she will release the correspondence effect. Okay. And then she turns back to Nobutada. Uh, he's still bowed. Has not straightened up. If you had to guess, you think he might actually be weeping. In a very stand. quiet, dignified way. Please stand. You don't need to bow. He does so. And passes you the reins to the horse with the saddlebags. And she'll take it. They say what I needed to do with these other than just safeguard them. Their hope was you would build them a new home. A new shrine. Yes. The kami are not bound to Japan. They sure as hell aren't. Perhaps they may find a safe place here where you can continue our your family's work in maintaining the balance. This world sorely needs balance. Really? Everything that's happened? Now you show up 
You say, hey, you've lost some family. Here's a bag full of stuff you have to take care of. I am simply, as they say, the messenger. I'm not likely to shoot you, but I can't say I'm happy about this in any way. Um, where are you planning to go from here? Home. You're going back? Even though the rest of your companions didn't make it. It has ever been my desire to die in Japan. I will not abandon my homeland. at least rest here for the night and we'll see if we can I'll see if I can ask my companions if we can help you very well I would be grateful I am sorry to have brought you this news And another like very deep bow. Like I said, I'm not going to shoot the messenger, but sorry doesn't bring him back. And she'll look at the gate guards. Is it alright if he comes in? Uh, if you if you say so, ma'am. He, he looks kind of scary, but if, if you vouch for him. I'll vouch for him. Not even the scariest guy that's walked. He uh, leads the other horse through the gate. Probably. I would say it's the most blatant core magic that's happened in front of people, but they at least know that magic is a thing. Um, I'm not asking for Paradox perspective, I'm just asking for we haven't really done much, like, calling and stuff like that in front of town people. Correct. Yeah, they'll probably be talking about that later. Oh. But it's yeah, easy, it's... Gonna- we're gonna fix that. It's okay. It's easily one of those things of, like, they're not 100% sure what the fuck they just saw. It's not like they're standing right next to you to see through the portal anyway. They just saw you having a weird conversation, for the most part. They she didn't did even understand the weird that. conversation because it was in Japanese, oh, too. Oh, neat. <laughs> also yeah. that. And, uh, how many gate guards were there? Two. Cool. We are gonna go ahead and, uh, 
take care of that before it become a problem. And, uh... Chase is more or less gonna ask Naomi to just hang on a second and go have about a 15 second chat with those gate guards. Um, with three successes and three successes worth of a mind three effect of that really wasn't worth talking about. He okay. can't delete the memory, but he can definitely make it feel like it's just not something worth mentioning in casual conversation in the future. Interesting. Okay. Um, that that one was how many suck? Three each. Okay. So you're just talking to them and probably, yeah. I assume, enchanting future eyeballing them? Yeah. While you're doing that? Yep. Okay. Just a general, hey, you know. It's kind of weird, wasn't it? Yeah? That was kind of weird. Um, and leaving them with the lingering impression of, yeah, I already talked about how it was kind of weird. I don't need to do that anymore. Valid. Because uh, aside from some teleporting in the church, which people are not entirely sure what they saw. Yeah. Um, we just we don't need to get into that can of worms yet. And uh, well, I brought it up. Not unless you're trying to be AT&T for the rest of your life. No. Um, and Chase knows Naomi is not trying to do that. So yep. he's going to. It was Naomi's turn to not be thinking clearly. Yeah. He's handling quick it. Decision. <laughs> <coughs> and okay. Naomi's going to lead their new friend into the town and find him place to stay. Likely bringing him back to the main house so that Kyoko has a chance to talk to him, too. Okay. Here, you explain to my mom why her parents are dead. That. Yeah. We're not. Because Kyoko's going to be a lot scarier anyway. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, as you... I mean... I'm just going to assume you're going to unload this stuff off of the horse so that this poor horse isn't carrying all this shit yeah, anymore. That stuff is going to Moltown, though. Okay. Um, that stuff is getting put under like three feet of concrete and yes. the bottom of Moltown. Thank you for, for being now. on the same brain cell. Yeah, no, that's uh, that is going somewhere. It can't be touched. Probably actually a bit of prime reinforcement around the uh, thing just to be extra paranoid about it. Yeah. Um, because as much as Chase knows Naomi doesn't really want any of these things, they're probably important, I guess. Yeah. Uh, as you are unloading them, you can see that it is pretty much everything important from the shrine. Uh, the Komenu from the front door are in the saddlebags. They're pretty heavy bastards. Uh, the Omikuji, the Shimanawa, like all of the sacred relics that you're used to seeing from the shrine are all there. Um, They've packed everything they conceivably could to be sent to you without literally moving the building. We're just going to put that in the vault right now. Yeah. Valid. The vault's not real. 
There's another one for the vault. Yep. Okay. And unless anyone has anything particular they want to do, that is what I have for session tonight. I'm pretty pleased with my timing, not going to lie. <laughs> I didn't like any of that. <laughs> I had a great time. I mean, I don't know. The, Astoria started off well. Now. <laughs> that's, that's fair. That's fair. Astoria gets to get laid, so that's pretty cool. Still beating you to it, I guess. <laughs> Damn. No, and no, if this is the end of the time skip, there's a chance that you haven't, but we don't know that yet. <laughs> I'm about to say, yeah, Lachlan may have may have hit by this point. We gotta we gotta roll some fucking dice about it. We gotta see we how much Catholic do. guilt kicks in. We do. All right. Well, that probably is as good a place as any. And depending on the rate of that Catholic guilt of late, that might get laid before Jesse. That's fucking true. <laughs> She's had months now, and she still hasn't done it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds like Chase has three whole hugs to give Naomi here. Yeah. Well, yeah, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, the bitch of, yeah, we went and starved when you've got fucking life mages. <laughs> yep. And Naomi's going hey. to be kicking herself for a good long while about not giving her grandparents ways of contacting her. At least, uh, at least they didn't just show up in Moltown. They fucking might still. They, they, they could. The they might. <laughs> but they straight up could. This could have just been they walked into Moltown. Well, and she had to draw right, them yeah. first, and now she's been in Japan to draw them. Yeah. Devastating, given that they never wanted to leave Japan. Uh, uh, I will note that I had I had put it in general chat as well. Remember to make sure you spent all six of your points towards the Sanctum for XP. Yep. yep. Alright, well, thanks everybody for coming. Hope we, uh... <laughs> Hope we had fun and enjoyed the session. <laughs> Always. <laughs> All right. Well, 